This is an RNZ podcast. Stuff is trying to reconcile its commitment to sustainability with the need to make crucial revenue from ads and articles promoting travel, which creates carbon emissions that harm the environment. And also pondering this this week, the British band Coldplay, who announced they won't be flying around the world on tour to promote their latest album because of their concerns about the climate, as singer Chris Martin explained to the BBC on Friday. We're taking time over the next year or two to work out how can not only our tour be sustainable, but how can it be actively beneficial? How can we harness the resources that our tour creates and make it have a positive impact? The hardest thing is uh, the flying side of things. And earlier this week, Coldplay's alternative strategy for promoting their upcoming album was a one-off bonanza for the Otago Daily Times, as News Hub at Six reported last Tuesday. Coldplay are one of the world's biggest bands. Now they've released full song lyrics for their upcoming album through 15 unique advertisements in Tuesday's Otago Daily Times. But obscure one-off marketing stunts by foreign pop bands isn't really a dependable source of ad revenue for New Zealand's papers. However, the biggest publishers of papers here, Stuff, reckon that the marketers underestimate the power and presence of old-fashioned display ads in our papers. And it's giving away what it says is half a million dollars of advertising space to the winner of a new competition called Paper Planes, rewarding New Zealand's most creative and innovative uses of the print media for advertising. The veteran British ad man Sir John Hegarty has been in engaged to pick a winner early next year. So this week I asked Stuff General Manager of Newspapers, Ben Rose, whether creative ads and papers were really the most effective ones that really cut through with readers in the digital age. It's more a perception that um, print, print's a boring medium without creative potential that tends to uh, pervade agencies and, um, and, and, and some brands. So we, we wanted to do something to um, really remove that barrier and show big national brands just how creative a medium print can be. But does, so, does creativity make a huge difference, though, Ben? Because I'm wondering, aren't those old-school display ads, you know, with just the prices and the pictures of products um, where you can compare, you know, one whiteware retailer with another, aren't they just as effective as, you know, the, the clever, sophisticated ones, almost, you know, news you can use for the consumer? It's, it's no different to any other medium, to be honest. So th- those ads absolutely still have their place and they continue to generate results for, for advertisers. But having said that, um, there really are um, endless limits of what you can do in print advertising and that seems to be something that um, advertisers, advertisers and their agencies have, have forgotten. So uh, the positioning, the size, the context, the, even the ink and the paper we use, there are so many things that can be done and that you know, creative advertisers have done around the world. We think there's room for, for both um, you know, the hard-working retail style of advertising but also something a little, a little bit smarter that's going to cut through a little bit more. And back in September, I note that the uh, Newsworks New Zealand, which I think is basically the old newspapers publishers association, um, hosted an event where they had uh, experts and even neuroscientists presenting research about how people's brains responded to content in different mediums. What happens in people's brains when they're looking at a, a newspaper ad that you'd say might make it more or less effective? 
they used brain imaging technology on 120 New Zealanders. That the objective was to work out whether or not the hunch that you know biased people like me have that newspapers provide a, a really high level of engagement, whether or not, whether or not that hunch was true. Um, so they t- they took 120 people, different ages, ethnic backgrounds, like you know representative mix of New Zealanders, to measure how their brains actually responded in real time when they were watching TV and when they were watching uh, uh, reading a newspaper. Does this involve and, a bit of sort of electrodes stuck on the skulls of um, your? There were lots group? of electrodes. Yeah, there, there were lots of electrodes. But but really, it was it was to put some some data around um, the results and see you know how how much do they pay attention and how much of the content do they actually remember. Because really, as an advertiser, that's what you care about. And uh, pleasingly, the results show that when they read a newspaper, they were far more focused on, on what they were doing than, uh, than with other media. Um, and they had much higher levels of intensity, emotional intensity, uh, when reading both the stories but also looking at the advertising than when they were watching TV. So, so that we thought was really interesting because it, it, it actually put some, some science and some, some data around the fact that newspapers are a really powerful medium that capture people's attention and that they, they believe in. But Ben, I've been to similar um, presentations by experts from Australia uh, hosted by the television broadcasters uh, following the behaviour of people's eyes and they say, look, this proves that when you put a TV ad that occupies the whole screen, people are really zeroing in on it in a way that they're not if they're looking at a tablet with ads up and down the sides and content all over the place. You can, can't you, find research which would um, prove that one medium or another um, might engage people more or less uh, if you find the right experts? Yeah, look, you, you totally can. I think that the purpose of this research was to make sure that the conversation that people have about print, when when is it dying conversation, it's more that they get an understanding of, of, of how it works and how, how strong a medium it is. So, so you know, th- this is just part of what we as an industry are doing and, you know, there's a large part of it is case studies that show results from advertisers that they've got from this medium and so that people, people don't discount this medium, get caught up in the hype of new shiny things and actually realise this, this, is, this is pretty powerful. Well, Sir John Higgerty, the uh, veteran UK ad man who's going to be judging your paper planes uh, competition entries... Uh, he says that, look, in a world of fake news, newspaper advertising um, sort of shines through, relates with customers who, who think print is reliable. Because an ad's an ad. You're going to be persuaded. It's, it's, not, um, it's not news. Does the fact that papers have a history of being kind of journals of record actually lend credibility to the ads that accompany it as well in the minds of consumers? It absolutely does, and 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 I, and I would look. I would say an ad is not an ad. Um, if I compare, um, you know, a banner that flashes past me on on my newsfeed on on a, on social media versus an ad that appears in a publication that I've grown up with, and my parents grew up with, and their grandparents grew up with, and that set the agenda in my town and my city, I think they're they're quite different propositions. Oh, so, surely, but you're just giving the space to the ad. It's some agency, some creative person who's designing it, and the, you know the space would be blank if it's not there. It's not. It's not created by your papers. No, but if you've chosen to purchase the Nelson Mail, you've chosen to pay money for your local paper, and you've chosen to read it because you trust the content and you want to hear what's happening in your area, and that, I think the fact that that ad is in there means that you trust it more. But now, because of the research that we've done, you know, Newsworks as an example, we can demonstrate that that's the case. We're in the business of building democracy and ensuring that we've got a country where powers held to account, etc. And people, you know, people know what's going on. The fact that as an advertiser, you're present in that environment versus one which is the polar opposite of that, we, we think is really powerful. Is there perhaps one campaign 
that sticks in your mind that you thought was a, a clever and creative and effective uh, newspaper campaign, the sort of thing you might be looking for in this Paper Planes competition? Uh, yeah, so there was a uh, campaign done by uh, Still um, out of the US um, in 2016. They they were advertising uh, leaf blowers and chainsaws, and they, they ran full-page ads uh, which had... Their, their their tools effectively blowing away content or cutting off content. We thought it was, that was a really interesting integration with the publication. Um, there was another one in Japan a few years ago where, uh, to raise awareness of recycling, they actually uh, implanted seeds into the paper so that readers could cut the paper up and plant it and, uh, and create greenery in their homes. So, um, you know, umpteen examples um, in addition to those, but those are two two pretty cool ones that stood out. In terms of cutting through, one that did this past week was... Uh, the British band Coldplay taking out, I think, 15 separate ads. That that didn't come to you and your company. It went to the uh, Otago Daily Times. But would you say that's an example, uh, albeit um, perhaps a, a left-field one, of uh, a, a creative use of, of print advertising that got noticed? Absolutely. And, and and I spend, as part of my job, far too much time looking at um, other examples from around the world. There, there are some really cool things that people have done. So, um, yeah, I thought that was a pretty cool example. And, um, yeah, there are, there are lots more out there. Stuff's general manager of newspapers, Ben Rose, and businesses and advertisers have until the 13th of December to submit their best print campaigns and advertisements to be judged by Sir John Haggerty for the Paper Planes Awards.